This is the Tuesday, May 4th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got a variety of action here, a little first half, a little game bets in the NBA. We're also doing some props and a little baseball. So we'll get you in and out in 10 minutes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this morning by Tyler Fulgham. And Tyler, are you a big Star Wars guy? May the 4th be with you. Uh, not a big Star Wars guy. Um, I'm not, I just, I hate to say it because it feels kind of sacrilegious being a, being a Mickey Mouse employee, but I'm not a Star Wars guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. It didn't take really, um, yeah. growing up and then I was forced to watch it with a group in college and my, a couple of my buddies were just so into it. And I was like, yeah, I kind of forgot the plot. I'm like almost watching it for the <laughs> first time. And they were just like, gosh, I'm so jealous. But uh, it is cool. Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I like the fun on social media that everyone's having with this date on the calendar. And yeah. uh, there'll be some cool stuff with uh, baseball tonight. Yeah. Um, the baseball game. With I, heard, I heard uh, Tim Kirkchen is dressing up as Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. That should, be, that should be fun. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, the last <laughs> year we've, we've basically allowed anything goes on TV. <laughs> yeah. Kids running in, dogs barking. Like, let's just have some fun. Let her rip. Let's be authentic I agree. here. The transparency, the better. So I'm going to start with a high-profile game. It was on Sunday. Uh, a little, They run it back-to-back with its condensed schedule, and it's the Milwaukee Bucks hosting Brooklyn Nets. KD missed a three at the buzzer. Looks like the Nets are hitting a wall a little bit. Maybe I'm reading into things, and it's just a road trip and all that, but I do like Brooklyn in the bounce-back spot. I'll just say wait. I mean, right now it's Brooklyn plus two. I would just say wait. I need to know Kyrie and KD are playing. Now, they've had a day off, so it's not back-to-backs. But just in this season, with the condensed schedule and then all the load management, I just I'd rather take a worse number, but know who's playing for Brooklyn. If it, the supporting cast is good to go, with uh, you know a Shamit and everyone like that, I, I just you just have to wait in this situation because Milwaukee's been playing great, and I just think you know bounce back situation. I'll take the Nets plus the short number. Fair enough. I'll uh, go to another game that's going to be a run it back situation. We saw it last night, and it was the Marvel broadcast alternative broadcast on ESPN two between the Warriors and the Pelicans. Steph Curry went off for 41 Draymond had a triple double and the Warriors won yesterday on bet with Joe Fortenbaugh. I was taking the Warriors on the money line at plus plus one twenty. I'll run it back as a money line underdog again against the Pelicans. I don't know why the Warriors are again a dog, but plus one ten. I will gladly take the better team that has the better record and has been more consistent during the season. The Warriors record versus teams that are 500 or worse, which is the Pelicans 21 and 12. The Pelicans record versus teams that are 500 or better, which is the Warriors, 16 and 22. And Draymond Green is um, almost perfectly equipped physically to handle the unique challenge that is Zion Williamson. Draymond is strong enough uh, while being kind of still light enough on his feet, short enough that um, he can handle everything that Zion does. And he's also smarter and more experienced as a defender uh, than Zion is at this point in his career. So I think that's a great matchup individually that can neutralize the biggest strength offensively for the Pelicans. Meanwhile, there's no answer for Steph Curry the way he's cooking right now, especially Lonzo Ball, who is a good defender, I think, at playing angles and passing lanes, but 
on ball. I don't think he's a Chris Paul type defender right now. He can get there maybe, but that's what you need to kind of uh, limit efficiency for Steph Curry. And no one's doing that right now. So I'll gladly again, jump on the Warriors money line underdog plus one ten. I agree with you. I think their team defense and specifically to your point, Draymond Green's D on, on Zion was the key. And then obviously Steph going off couldn't miss, but it's just a shock to the system trying to face Curry and Pelicans aren't really good defensively to begin with. So no, no, uh, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm going to, you mentioned Chris Paul. I'm going to go to the Phoenix uh, Cavs game. Look, Phoenix home stretch here competing for a one spot. I think Cleveland's pretty limited offensively in Phoenix. We've talked about their pace a lot. I'm going to go first half under 108. There was a 108 and a half out there earlier. I think that's come down. There's a couple of 107 and a half. So I think 108 is consensus number. I'll go under there. Look, this could be a blowout, could get away from the teams, but I, I think in this sort of situation, Phoenix will lock down on D. I talked about it last week when they played the Clippers and the Jazz. They almost push when they're at full strength and can bomb, and they'll compete with those high-scoring teams. I think this is a, a low-scoring game, and with all the, I don't know, it's a little bit of a narrative, the controversy with the with the point guard situation with Cleveland. I think Sexton's going to be less looking less to shoot and kind of prove that is wrong, mm-hmm. more passing. So uh, we'll have some fun with that and try to thread the needle in terms of uh, sticking the landing with, you know, the Sexton narrative on that one. Right. I want to go to that uh, Oklahoma City Thunder Sacramento Kings game. Yes, only on a Daily Wager podcast can we give time and effort into a matchup between the Thunder and the Kings. We know the Kings are dealing uh, without De'Aaron Fox, Tyree Talbert, and Harrison Barnes is questionable. The Thunder, complete mess G League team. Um the, the line looked fishy to me, but I want to focus on one player on the Kings. I think we can isolate and really make a profitable night from that's Marvin Bagley. I got three plays here against the Thunder double, double at plus two ten, over 17 and a half points at minus one Oh five and over eight and a half rebounds at plus one fifteen. Uh, Bagley is back played 34 minutes last night versus the Mavericks had 23 points and nine rebounds. And with all those guys I mentioned out Fox Halliburton and Harrison Barnes being questionable, that's a lot of usage that, needs to be soaked up elsewhere. And I think the Kings, who have nothing to play for at the end of the season, will want to try and develop Bagley and make him look as worthy of being the number two pick in the 2018 NBA draft over Luka Doncic and Trey Young as possible. They want him to come out and have great games at the end of the season so they can sell to their fan base, hey, I know he's dealt with injuries, but look what he did at the end of the season. He had 30 and 10 games, 25 and 14 games. He was out there balling. Let's just get him healthy. And you'll see why we drafted him number two over Doncic and Trey Young, which I don't think he'll ever prove in his career that he's uh, worthy of being drafted over Doncic and Trey Young. But that's kind of situationally a narrative I think we can lock into. Plus the matchup, the Thunder just absolutely stink. DeMontis Sabonis, a similar type player, even though Sabonis is better, had a triple-double with like 19 rebounds and 14 assists in 30 minutes against the Thunder the other day when they beat him by 60 points. So I think uh, Bagley's got a good spot here, and the coaching staff will throw him out there for a lot of minutes and allow him to try and accumulate as many stats as he can in a juicy matchup because they want Bagley to look good for that fan base. Or even for trade bait, uh, frankly. Very good, great point, great point. You know, you you pick a really interesting game from a gambling perspective, and I'm with you. I'm on this game too, so – We've talked about it before, and the Isaiah Stewart, Stewart rebound train, although that came off the tracks a little bit yesterday. Basically, when there are a bunch of guys out for any team, it's really difficult for odds makers to come up with strong prop bets because you just don't know how players are going to respond with increased minutes. It's not as simple as just multiplying their production by two if their minutes double. Right. And it's just one of those times where they, they really don't know what to do. But there are opportunities. I think your Bagley double-double is very I'm not going to say genius, but very strong. 
just in the fact that the the, the usage is going to be there now. Oh yeah, people don't know about the Kings that much, but they traded for a lot of depth at the deadline. So they brought in Terrell Terrell Davis and Delon Wright and um, Mo Harkless at the trade deadline. So with these guys hurt, and 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 you're right, Halliburton's likely going to be out. I haven't officially heard that, but maybe you have. But no, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes still hurt. They have kind of randoms, right? But these guys are they have the depth there. Damian Jones has been playing quite a bit, so you can get some some decent odds. Like I'm even looking at three to one for Delon Wright double double, and Buddy Heald eleven to one for a double double. He had six rebounds in the last game. I mean, this Thunder team is like all bets are off, right? The last time we <laughs> saw a single digit spread was with the Pacers a week ago, and they literally beat them by fifty. So. I, I'm going to lay the short number with the Kings. It's only five now. I have to just because it's the Thunder. Now, Lou Dort's solid if he plays. He's obviously a quality NBA player, especially defensively. Poku's been nice, but everyone else is kind of flimsy. Now, they have their moments. Moses Brown can grab a lot of rebounds. Look, they're not, like, incompetent. They don't throw the ball to the wrong team. It's not the Washington Generals. Um, but it is a team that's outmatched by proven NBA talent. And when you get guys like Davis, Wright, Hallib- uh, excuse me, Hark- Harkless going off, like, they're just better. So I'm going to lay it for like a half unit, but also play some of these big payouts on the on the props, um, some of the double-double stuff. Love that for sure. How about I move to Big League Baseball really quick before we wrap it up? Astros and Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Domingo Herman and Zach Brinke are the hurlers here. I'm going to take the Astros team total over four and a half, uh, plus 116 on DraftKings is the price I found on that. Herman is a guy who's got good stuff, but he gives up a lot of hard contact, especially to left-handed hitters. They have a 331 Woba weighted on base average uh, versus him in his career. He allows almost two 1.9 homers per nine innings against lefties and a 5.04 career fit fielding independent ERA against lefties. And there's very capable left-handed bats in that uh, Astros order, of course, Jordan Alvarez, uh, Michael Brantley, um, Kyle Tucker as well, that short porch in right field at Yankee Stadium. Um, is also something in this Houston lineup also has great right-handed bats who don't strike out a lot. Their entire lineup has a K rate under 20%, which is almost amazing in the year of 2021 when everyone strikes out at a 25% clip, basically. Um, They have guys like Altuve from the right side who can do some damage as well. So that just seems like five at Yankee Stadium with a pitcher who gives up a lot of hard contact uh, to lefties and righties, but especially lefties. I think the Astros can get the five uh, total runs in this game against the Yankees at plus 116. I like that value. All right. That'll do it. Like you said, a uh, little bit of everything. You hit the diamond for us. So we got props, first half, and game lines in the NBA. And as promised, every weekday, in and out, in less than 10 minutes. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're enjoying the show, we need it. It helps us out trem- tremendously from an analytics perspective. And uh, that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.